Hiya and welcome to this podcast, Teen Whisperer, a podcast of mums and teen girls everywhere with me, Rach Friedley. So you may have noticed that last week there wasn't an episode, I didn't release one and this is due to the fact that I've brought back in the Be Yourself Just For Teens podcast and instead of me doing two podcast episodes a week, my brain cell can't cope with that right now, um, I'm only bringing them out alternate weeks. So this week we've got the Teen Whisperer podcast and next week we have the Be Yourself, which means that the, the topic of you're not alone, tales of ah to ah are only coming out once a month. But I do hope you understand why I'm doing this. Our teen girls need as much support as we do right now. And for having me in their luggles, so to speak, rather than you relaying that information to them, makes it more real for them. And whilst I'm talking about this, if you've seen my recent posts on social media, you'll have noticed that I've slightly changed who I support. And yes, I still support you as a mum of a teen girl, but I now help those with teen girls who are displaying behaviours that are affecting themselves. So right now I'm going to give you a warning. In this episode I talk about my own self-harming behaviours as a teen girl all those years ago and my daughter's downward spiral during Covid. I talk about how these behaviours keep us safe in a weird way why they are so addictive and what we can do to break them. So bear with me, this is me at my most vulnerable and my most open. But if I'm going to walk this talk, then you need to know the truth. So let me take you back a few years ago. Okay, a few more than that. (laughs) I was at a large secondary school. I was being bullied. People didn't understand or get me and I felt so very lost and alone. I didn't know who I was and I masked my behaviours, desperately trying to fit in with all the, you know, the confident teens, the ones everybody looked up to and liked and respected. Even if they were actual bitches at the end of the day, but hey. I was desperate for someone to show me attention, as unfortunately at home, hugs and connection were in short supply. Don't get me wrong, my parents did love me, but couldn't openly show it as they'd once been told by some well-meaning family member that to give me hugs was to spoil me. So they didn't. And any kind of understanding or empathy was in a very short supply. Added to this, I was constantly at loggerheads with my dad as I wasn't allowed to have an opinion about anything. He was right and I wasn't. There was no grey area. It's just as simple as that, really. Plus, there were certain topics of conversation that were considered a no-go. You know, things like emotions, how you're feeling, sex, periods, relationships. So I was left reacting with such intense outbursts, whilst feeling that something was desperately wrong with me, as I had no idea what was happening. And this unfortunately resulted in me being sexually abused, as I thought the person abusing me loved me, rather than just wanting something for themselves. So as a result, I lost all my confidence in who I was. I hid, which at nearly six foot at the time is no mean feat. I wore big baggy clothes that hid my shape. I didn't look after myself. I didn't take care of my appearance. I didn't go out or meet up with friends and I became a shell of my former self. I stopped eating or enjoying food as I wanted to disappear. 
So that was never abused again. Writing this is so much easier than saying it. I had no self-esteem or belief in myself. I didn't care about anything. And my grades dropped so far at school. So I got far lower GCSE grades than expected. It's only now when looking back on it, I can clearly see that I was self-harming. And yes, I know I wasn't doing the normal, you know, taboo self-harming behaviours of cutting, drinking or taking drugs. But I was using behaviours that harmed me at my very core. Self-harming is a cry for help that one of our needs isn't being met, to be seen, heard or valued. I had stopped eating as I actually just wanted to disappear. This is what self-harming is. Ways that you believe help you deal with emotions and feelings to allow you to feel better about yourself, but actually make you feel far, far worse. They typically start with the lesser known behaviours, but can escalate all the way up into those more severe behaviours if not kept in check. So behaviours include hiding from friends and family, not wanting to get out of bed, not washing or looking after yourself, panic attacks, anxiety of any given situation, loss of self-belief, loss of who you are. Withdrawing behaviours from life, distraction, addiction to social media, being busy all the time and never having any downtime to just be. Procrastinating, faffing because you feel like a failure, so don't try and fail as a result. Putting yourself down constantly. Not wanting to join in with activities. Keeping yourself to yourself. Trying to control one part of your life because you feel so out of control in many others. Not eating, overeating, anorexia, bulimia, extreme risk taking forcefully trying to cut it out of yourself, so cutting, vaping, smoking and drugs. And by the way, if you're listening to that list and saying that the normal subjects in inverted commas of self-harming is way down the list, that's because other less obvious behaviours will show up first. It's not a case that cutting is the first sign. There's normally a pattern of other behaviours behind it. My daughter also went through those beginning behaviours during COVID when life as she knew it stopped completely. She needed to control something and the only way she could control was how she looked after herself. Or didn't, as the case might be. She turned from being a calm and happy teen to one that was scared of her own shadow. Also notice that any topics to do with gender identification is not in this list. This is because this is a normal and natural part of psychological development. This is them trying on a new persona in their teen years and pushing away from who they were as a child. The need to try different hats, so to speak, about themselves, for themselves. So where is the line when you stop those behaviours? When do you say enough is enough? How do you stop without having someone there who understands what's happening and why? The simple answer is you don't. You keep belittling yourself. You keep telling yourself the same old stories that you're not good enough and you're worthless. And you still stop eating when life becomes too much to handle. 
And yes, this is where I've been for way too many years. But now I have the insight and understanding to know that these patterns of behaviour are just that. Patterns that have kept me safe all these years. Every time we're triggered by a similar feeling, our brain takes us back to that same situation all those years ago. It's called an emotional memory. And then we use the same behaviours that have kept us safe all these years. However, the good news is that we can break these patterns to stop our behaviours escalating into those extreme self-harming ones like cutting, anorexia, bulimia, addiction to drugs, smoking, vaping or alcohol. We can also do this for our teen daughters to stop them escalating their behaviours. This is why I've made it my mission to ensure no teen girl ever has to go through the same shit, shite as I did. This is why I am passionate about giving our girls a voice so they can so, say no when they need to, as well as us as, mom, as mums, rather than get themselves into situations we can't get out of. So what can we do as mums to support our teen daughters when they're showing these behaviours? So the more we understand about ourselves and recognise our own patterns of behaviours, emotional memories and triggers, the more we can help our teen daughters. If we can sit down and work through these behaviours with them, then it opens up the conversation to help them to understand their patterns so that they can then break theirs before escalating. If we can show them that we will always love them and be there for them, they know that they can always come to us, whatever is happening, without judgment or us trying to fix it. Show them respect and trust in all we do and say, without us doing it first, they will never trust and respect us. So if you suspect or know your daughter is displaying self-harming behaviours, please know you're not alone. There are many, many teen girls right now resorting to these types of behaviours as they just don't know what's happening to them or why or how to get out of this situation. This is where I come in. I support you to understand what's at the core of her behaviours and I help her too. So you can learn what she needs so you can support her appropriately. And I do this through my teens girls support groups, which are online and face to face. And through the Teen Whisperer membership, which is where we meet with other mums going through the same things. So that we recognise we're not alone. So let us be there for our daughters at one of their most important times in their lives. Little known fact, that one to hold and guide them as they find their way. So, if you want to know more and keep listening, hit subscribe, so you'll be one of the first to hear this podcast as it comes out every two weeks. If you know your teen daughter is self-harming, or listening to that list, you're thinking, oh my God, that's my teen daughter, connect with me. Honest, I can help you to recognise you're not alone. Connect with me either on Instagram at teen.whisperer.nature via my website at the three W's positivetouch.net or email me at rachel at positivetouch.net So yeah, 
I know that's been a hard and tough episode to listen to. And believe me, it was a hard and tough episode to record. But as I say, if I'm going to support you with helping your teen daughter with these types of behaviours, I need to walk the talk I do. So yeah. So let's take a deep breath together because as I say, that was a very hard topic. So in through the nose and out through the mouth. Let's ground ourselves together in this space. In through the nose and out through the mouth. In through the nose and out through the mouth. And let's visualise a space where we're at one, connecting with our teen daughters, connecting with ourselves and connecting with one another. Let's keep visualising, let's keep connecting and let's get these topic of taboo subjects out there. Thank you for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.